from worlds beyond to write at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Hey, Jeff! Hey, Aaron! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to All My Fantasy Children, an RPG podcast where we breathe life into a character you send to us requesting that we birth it on the air. Yeah, it's a live birth podcast. Um, each episode is about 37 hours. <laughs> we are just jammed up with drugs. I am currently on my back, <laughs> microphone placed by my mouth, and I, when I'm not speaking, I'm biting on a towel. <laughs> <laughs> Breathe. Breathe, Aaron. Breathe. <laughs> Jeff is my midwife, and we are about to give birth to a fantasy character. Yes. And that fantasy character was sent to us this week by Twitter handle at Leviathan Files. And we're just diving right in. Dive right in. Fuck intros. All right. Uh, this character's name is Slip Willis, the trash bard with an ostentatious hat. And I'll say it one more time. Slip Willis, the trash bard with an ostentatious hat. Trash bard ostentatious hat yes and for listeners at home who are like me who have never used the word ostentatious before um it is characterized by vulgar or pretentious display designed to impress or attract notice so it's a fancy hat so they have a really obnoxiously fancy hat that is a matter of opinion that's fair. That's fair. Huh? Like some people might say that a sombrero is an ostentatious hat, and that's fucking rude. <laughs> that's true. That's that's that was on me. You you got you got me. You got me on that one. All right. So let's talk about slip. Yeah. So do we want to talk? Do we want to talk about anything first, or do we want to dive right into this game? Because tell me and the folks at home, I'm unfamiliar with the game. We're not using D and D Fifth Edition this time. No, we are actually using a very special game. To me, this is the first game that I ever, first role playing game that I ever like. Ex- this is what I learned what a role playing game was through this game, and it kind of explains a lot because this game's weird as fuck. <laughs> what? Why is that? We are playing the 1992 Middle Earth role-playing game. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. It was made by Iron Crown Enterprises, which also made a game called Rollmaster, because they thought that, they thought that emphasizing that you're gonna roll a lot of dice was really the key thing to advertise in the name of their game. I thought that was a 420 Blaze It variant of D&D. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is now. It is now. Rolling a d20 just ensures that you roll the tightest dube immediately. Your stats are dankness. (laughs) Um, fatness, I guess. Fatness, yeah, fatness, dankness, um, shareability. (laughs) Can I roll, can I roll a dankness check real quick? Hold on, just to see how dank this podcast is right now. Yeah. I rolled a nine, so we are not very dank. Not super dank. All right. That's fine. That's not what that's not the that's not what we're after. No. So this is a game designed. It, it, it's designed after J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings trilogy in The Hobbit, 
but it's done so it's weird because it's done so in what can only be explained as the shallowest and most pedantic ways. So there, so we're going to get into this. There are detailed charts on every culture that lives in Middle Earth. But it's, but like, beyond that, they're just like, go fucking raid a dungeon or something. It doesn't matter. <laughs> as long as you're definitely sure what an, what weapon an Easterling would have experience with. Oh, duh. Oh, boy. All right. So this is D&D for the hard clay. This is D&D for, like, hardcore Tolkien nerds that didn't really want to do a story about, like, overcoming adversity. They just wanted to kill. They just wanted to, like, fight a Nazgul. No one plays cleric. <laughs> yeah. Well, believe you mean animist. <laughs> no, of course I meant animist. Because I, of course, uh, am hardcore as fuck in this department. So, of course, I meant animist. Oh my god, this is gonna hurt me. This is animist, and then in parentheses it says cleric. Just so you know. Um, uh, just for all you simpletons out there, I'm. It means cleric, but it's an animist. This is. Oh god, I'm gonna be drawing so much water from the well. Actually, today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all are. This is this is well actually Middle Earth edition. Is is <laughs> what I would call this game. <laughs> Might have to be the title of the episode. Okay. All right. So, so let's dive into character creation. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to start with like stats this time and stuff? Yeah. 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 So, if you have um in front of you a d hundred, which is the two ten sided dice. Uh. Yeah, I have the one with the really fucking big numbers on it. Okay. Um. Actually, I'll go ahead and roll it, because it's weird. Okay. Because it's like, you roll a d100, but anything under, like, anything, you're supposed to roll it, anything, a percentile dice, but anything under 20. So I can just put it into random.org and pull up the numbers that we want. Okay. Can I make a dice roll sound? Yes, absolutely. So my first dice roll is 65. Okay. And I'm going to roll it six times because there are six stats, just like perhaps in other games that you may be familiar with. 22. That's exciting. 81, 29, 60, and 77. Okay. Okay. So the six stats in Middle Earth role-playing. And stop me if these sound a little bit familiar. I, I, mm, no, no, they won't to me. I'm just a simple D&D rube. So I uh, so there's strength, agility, what constitution, intelligence, intuition, what? and presence. What? All right, Jeff, you're gonna how you're gonna have to slow down. I mean, you're like a tabletop guy. I'm just you're a, right. I'm just a simple bro. Like, what do I know about intuition and presence? Well, intuition is sort of your sense of wisdom about the world. Okay. And presence is sort of your natural charisma and your ability to, to, to impress people and to make leave an impression. Now you're speaking my language, Jeff. And agility is just sort of how much, how dexterous you are with your hands. Huh. What about strength? <laughs> strength is strength. Oh. Come on now. Hey, you just gotta check. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I want to make sure that I'm not left behind by all the kids. Okay. So, Slip Willis, our trash bard. Yes. Uh, the one stat that we don't need to define, 
because every class has a prime stat in Middle Earth role playing. And there is a bard class. This is one of the reasons I chose the game. Oh, thank God. I thought it was going to be like, you know, something fucking with Jester, like something ridiculous. No, it's just bard. Okay, good. It's just a bard. But in parentheses, it says jack of all trades. Oh, God damn it. As though that's more, as though bard is the thing that we're going to be like, what's bard? (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. Like, oh, I'm picking the bard. Uh, So, Aaron, what class are you? uh, Can you please describe that to me? Is that, is that like a marauder? No, it's jack of all trades. Oh, Oh, okay. Cool. So you can use glaives. (laughs) So. Um, so the way, so every class has a prime stat, and if you're set, if you choose a number under 90 for that, it automatically gets bumped up to a 90. So, so it's recommended you take your lowest number, which is 22 in our case. Okay. And we just bump that up to a 90. Fuck yeah. So our presence is 90. Hell so yeah. they're very charismatic. Goddamn right they are. So, let's go, we'll just go from the top and go down, and that'll end, we'll end with a dump stat. Unless you want to start with a dump stat and work our way up. I want to work my way up. I want to end feeling great. Okay. So, what do you think their worst... What do you think Slip Willis's worst quality is? Okay. So, strength, constitution... Oh, agility. Agility? Yes. I'm going to go with agility. Right. I'm going to think, uh, for what I'm thinking, is uh, carries a lot of shit, cumbersome. Okay. So, yeah. So, they're clumsy. They're not good at, like, being graceful and doing thief shit. Yes, exactly. Because especially if this is, like... You know, if this is a jack of all trades, Jeff, not just a regular bard, you have to carry a lot of instruments. And I don't know if you've ever, I don't know if you've ever walked around carrying a one man band apparatus, but you make a lot of noise. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Okay. So the next, so we have two stats, 60 and 65, which will, which will give us a, a, well, let's, what do we, what do we think is slightly is better than their agility, but otherwise their weakest stat? I'm leaning towards. What do you uh, tell me? What you're leaning towards? I'm leaning towards if they're like a trash bard. Yeah, they're probably not super smart. So I would probably put it in intelligence. Okay, that's fair. I like that. We're, we'll dive into what it means to be a trash bard in a minute. Yeah. What do you think is is next? What's the sixty five? Constitution. Constitution. They're nothing special. They're not going to get a penalty, but they're not getting a bonus. Exactly. It's just like, they're pretty hardy, but... Eh. Okay. So 77 gets a, gets a plus five bonus to roll. So it's pretty good. What do you think? Is it Are they wise or are they smart? Or are they strong or wise? I kind of want to play with the idea of strong. So their strength is an 81 and their intuition is a 77. Okay. I like the idea of a bard that can fuck shit up. Yeah. It's so rare that, like, unless it's, like, a scald. Yeah. So let's fill out the... I have created a character sheet for Middle-Earth because there are none available on the internet. Because this turned to fucking dust in the 20 years it's been since anybody played this. (laughs) Yeah. Since anybody tried to play this. Let's be be specific. Let's be specific here. This shit is old and no one wants to play it anymore. (laughs) But maybe it'll make a comeback after this. Who knows? We're, yeah, we're going to spark the Middle-Earth role-playing revolution. <laughs> Hashtag Field of Merp. What is it? Field of Merp? Field, feel the Merp. Feel the Merp. And Field, <laughs> and field of Merp. Field of Merp. Field of Merp is my really touching story about a, about a father that puts on, a, that like runs a Middle-Earth role-playing game as a way to like 
bring back the ghosts of every like awful neckbeard that has played this game. <laughs> yeah, and they all gather around and they just are like, uh, excuse me, I don't think a Variag would have that weapon. I don't think this uh, bard would have such high strength. Yeah, this is a bard. Uh, this is supposed to be like a jack of all trades. You feel like you're making him really specialized. And that's just not how this should work. I mean, they're just not going to be useful in a party. And frankly, I'm going to go home and take all my Mountain <laughs> Dew with me unless you reroll those stats. Okay, so we have one more stat to roll. Okay. This is appearance. Uh, wait, what? Yeah, we have to roll for appearance. <laughs> like how hot you are? Yeah. We gotta roll for appearance. You have to roll for fuckability in Lord of the This <laughs> is yep. the Neckbeard Chronicles. Holy you know how many rolls over history must have been fudged by like a sweaty <laughs> motherfucker in an armchair, like looking at his dice, like, oh god, I rolled a ten. Um it's a hundred! I am now Gothor, the most fuckable dwarf. Yeah. Let's roll a D hundred. 43. <laughs> okay, that is not that fuckable, but once again, that is also a matter of perspective. Well, some might, or is it like you're just an overall, it's like- It's actually 53. Okay. It's 53 because you add your presence bonus. So, we're like almost exactly average fuckability. <laughs> but is this like, <laughs> okay, this isn't like, well, you know, some people think he's a six, but I think he's a nine. It's just like, no, everyone thinks you're a five. <laughs> yeah, you're just a five. It's on the books that you're a five. Despite personal tastes, you're still only fuckable by, we'll say, 50% of the population of Middle-earth. 53%. 53% of the world wants to fuck you. <laughs> That's not bad. I mean, or would, not wants to. Yeah, would. If, like, if like you came on to him, like, 53% of the world would be like, yeah, okay, let's do this. All right, so that's not the worst, but I mean, I'm glad that we're playing this legit and we're not like mouth dripping with ranch dressing <laughs> and being like, 85. Um, well, I mean, do you, do you want me to wipe my mouth? I, no. I can't. It's Le okay. It's per I know it's perm for you. It's a tattoo. <laughs> it is. It is my, my ranch dressing face tattoo. Okay, so we're going to, um, did you want to choose a culture or roll on the culture table? Holy shit. Um, can I have, I'm sure, uh, see, this is what's going to happen a lot. It's going to like, I'm going to get kicked in the stomach a lot during this <laughs> podcast because it's going to be like, how many cultures are there, Jeff? There are 80. <laughs> like, and I only know like three. Like, I'm not that good at Lord of the, I'm good at a lot of things. I know a lot of shit about Final Fantasy and video game shit, but. Lord there are 23. So let's go ahead and roll on this table. Okay, what? so a D what? A uh, D100. Everything's a D100. It's the only dice we're going to use in this. Oh, damn it. Okay, go ahead. All right. 39. Okay, where does that get us? It's a man. It's a person. One of the race of men. Oh. Now we get to roll. Now we get to roll on a secondary table to decide what culture of men. This is exciting. Like, oh my god! No wonder this was the game sensation that <laughs> swept the nation. This was the Beatles. Aaron, do you remember watching Lord of the Rings? I do. Do you remember yeah. thinking, man, I'm a big fan of the Lossadar? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> 
I don't know. That was my favorite no part of, of Lord of the Rings when Frodo was like about to put the ring on, and then we just watched like a Lassadar Tanner like making a vest. Like he was just about to put it on, and then it cuts to Lassadar <laughs> men just like shaving their beards in like a riverbed. Let's learn what a Lassadar is. Please. I mean, I know because they're. <laughs> Yeah, let's educate them. Yeah, let's educate the ignorant, the real fans. This is where we get into the, what I. This is where when we get in, when I describe the shallow pedantic thing that this. There are about thirty pages of just like detailed cultural descriptions of these. All right, I lost track because I lo- I flipped to the page where a losseth where the losseth are. Wait, what? Holy sh! Oh no. The Lossith live in the far north of western Middle-earth and are often called snowmen or forodwraith or forodwraith. The latter is also a name for their land. They are a sparsely settled nomadic folk who move with the seasonal migrations of big game and rarely interact with other men. Okay, so we have like an ice age motherfucker. <laughs> They're y- yeah, like yes. we have like uh like someone like a native of the fucking arctic yeah that's pretty cool though it is cool it is cool but i just want to emphasize that like at no point does this ever come up oh in middle in like lord of the rings no never i will say i do like lord of the rings that these things do exist so like no matter how deep you want to go digging into lord of the rings like you'll find more shit which is great yeah i like it's 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 interesting and frustrating the amount of other things that appear to be in middle earth it's it's interesting because like you said you can always there's always this stuff that you're like i had no idea that was a thing it's frustrating because it means that um at the end of it all we still followed a bunch of blonde-haired white dudes for yes. like 3000-page novels it's it's so true that there's this world that is immense and there's cultures that Nobody knows the fuck about unless you read the novels, like the other stuff, the other literature that like nobody's going to fucking read. I mean, people do, but I'm talking like people who loved the movie are probably not unless they're huge fantasy fans going to go out and learn about the God. What type of person is this? The Lassadar. The Lassoth. Like, I want to know about them. Like, where do they fit in into Sauron would have killed them just the same as anybody else. Yeah, I want to know what they were doing when what they were doing when the fucking Aryan Super Brigade was marching was marching through exactly was marching the ring. Yeah, it was. God damn it! All right, let's... I have complicated feelings about Lord of the Rings. Yeah, like it's uh, it's understandable though because this is annoying. Not, I mean, it, it really is. Uh, all right, now that now that God, this is just I honestly feel like I'm in high school and someone's calling me like a fake fucking nerd like you possibly can't be that big a fan Aaron you don't know the losses you don't know the fucking losses or oh my god yeah let's just roll on okay so um we get some stat bonuses for being from the culture of men all things considered, um, we are very strong. We have plus 10 strength bonus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> very charismatic, plus 10 charisma. Presence, I'm sorry. That oh, was me. Yeah. I don't even know what you just said. You were speaking <laughs> English, but I didn't understand you until you said presence. <laughs> and plus 5 intuition, so not bad. That ain't paid. Everything else is a plus 0. So not bad, just not 
exceptional. It's not great. Not, yeah. I mean, yeah. not all, keep in mind, not the average well actually player. I have plus 30 in all my stats. So, we've decided all of that stuff. Now we, we go, we, we start getting into. Yeah. So now, so we're going to play a bard. So let's talk a little bit about what you, what a trash bard is. Okay. I, I'm conflicted here because for me, a trash, if someone says a trash, I'm, I'm reading this prompt, the slip Willis, the trash bard with an ostentatious hat. I keep going, who says motherfucker? Who says, who says I'm a trash bard? You know what I mean? It's uh-huh. like, maybe this was like the big time record producer with the cigar in his mouth. It's like, Slip Willis, you're nothing but a trash bard. And that hat is ostentatious. Take it off. You'll never <laughs> be a star. That's fair. Yeah. I, I What I was taking, where I was going with trash bard was like a trash person. Like uses garbage to like build structures and equipment? No, just like would eat at the Middle Earth equivalent of a Taco Bell. Oh my god, you have just... That was... We'll, we'll call it the first push. You just pushed that baby and you gave it... <laughs> it just took its first breath. Because that has just shaped it in my mind that Slip Willis is a trash bard. Like, he's the guy who's playing sick or the person... So he's the trash person who's on the hood of his car, like blasting. Like, I wish that I had Jesse's girl in the Taco Bell parking lot in high school <laughs> while like everyone's chomping on cheesy gordita crunches. And they're like, oh, I fucking love Slip Willis, man. He always plays the best shit in in Middle Earth, whatever the Middle Earth equivalent of all of that is. We, we can figure that out. Yeah, that is standing on a wagon like an empty bale of hay. <laughs> Playing Jesse's girl on a loop. Playing Jesse's girl on a loop. I, but what is the race of person again? Let me just type this shit Lossa. out. L-O-S-S-O-T-H. Or Lossadar, singular. L-O-S-S-A-D-A-R. Okay, Lossadar. All right, so the equivalent to that would be like, you know, playing on my uh, loot made of whale bone. Um, the... Jesse and the Lassadar, because that's a band now. <laughs> Jesse and the Lassadar, their hit single, Call Me Maybe. Yes, <laughs> Call Me Maybe. So, I have a few questions related to as this revelation, what we're what we're spinning here. Do we want Slip to be a nickname, and can their first name be Jesse? Can they be Jesse Slip Willis? <laughs> Holy, f- yeah. Are you kidding? Of course that's their name. Jesse Slip Willis. Um, and we touched on this and we had, we had talked a little bit before the show about this. And I really want to like, I want to push this forward because it actually, it ties a few things together in my head that I think are really exciting. We talked about gender before the show. Yes. You had a thought that I really liked. And I think it actually works with everything that's sort of come up so far. Okay. So what, what was that? All right, so my idea is that uh, Slip Jesse Slip Willis, excuse me, Jesse Slip Willis um, is a cis woman in disguise as a man because in uh, Lasoth culture, in our world, um, the practice of like, I guess, adventuring or magic or, you know, having combat prowess is women are not allowed to train right. and like, any kind of military yeah and that's something that like we definitely like even before you knew that i was gonna bust out the fucking middle earth role-playing like that 
that's like super that's a thing in middle earth is that like we see that in the books and it's in like the manual and stuff that like women don't really get don't really go on these adventures like and we see it with um eowyn i think is her name eowyn yeah right yeah eowyn, eowyn. yeah yeah the i am no man yeah yeah so i so that that i think that works like super well i mean it came from me thinking what is an ostentatious hat um and i was like who says motherfucker i wear a lot of shitty clothing that people judge um so uh yeah what an ostentatious hat would that's a total matter of perspective someone who's like i find a friend's on that and like that's fucking vulgar and pretentious display I think that I kept thinking it's oversized to hide like a face or that makes sense. Yeah. That there's like, there's a cowl covering like her mouth and the hat pretty much makes it so you can, it's, I think of it as it, we would see it as like a wizard hat. I think like it's, it's pointed with like a really wide brim, but it's like fatter than a wizard hat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like, I I really like that. I like, cause it kind of, I like anything to sort of add a, sort of transgressive element into fucking Lord of the Rings I'm all about because Lord of the Rings is so blonde-haired white guys are gonna save the world yeah I think there's gonna be a great touch for this because Lord of the Rings sucks in that land of like girls can't do shit and so they but it's like girls can't do shit so they won't so as soon as I saw Slip Willis I was like that's a fucking nickname for me, and, right. my, and then uh, ostentatious hat. I just kept thinking a big one, and I was like, "What if they were hiding something? What if they were hiding who they were? What if they were hiding their gender?" I think that's super cool. I'm super into that. Yeah. So Jesse Slip Willis is uh, a loss, a Lossadar woman. She, I imagine she's she's nowhere near like the Arctic, like fro- far north of Western Middle Earth, where I imagine she's like out and about, like delving into dungeons and stuff oh hell yeah no like she's doing she's making it happen this isn't like she's not she is level one i guess because we're starting but like you know how even in a game where someone is a powerful character they're they've been doing shit before the game starts that's awesome like killing dragons like she's been on tons of fucking adventures this ain't her first rodeo that actually segues very nicely into the next piece of character creation which is the background are, are background and rolled traits. So there is a certain number. There's a certain number of things that we get in Middle Earth role playing, and this is sort of a cool thing that feels above its time. That's hidden in this like weird, this weird 1992 role playing game. Is there's this assumption that your character is like capital S special in a few ways. So you get to roll on some tables to like see, like, the things that you've done before and, like, how they're reflected in your special powers or extra money that you have and stuff like that. Okay. I mean, I like that for the sake of this podcast. That that adds a level of depth that we won't have to think of off the top of our head. Yes. Yes, it does. So, we're going to roll four on four tables. And for folks at home, these tables are like a printed table. Um, Like, at first, I didn't know what Jeff meant, like, many moons ago. But, I mean, for anybody who's not well-versed in, like, character creation... Oh, yeah. I mean, like, charts. Like, we're rolling on charts. Yeah, like, there's big charts, and whatever we roll, like, it corresponds to the answer. Blah, blah, blah. It's simple, like, you know, it's simple if you're in the know, but if you're a first-timer, like, I get it. I've been there. It it can be a lot. Thank you for that, because that is something that I did not even think about. It's just second nature to be, like, rolling on a table. 
so let's roll. Let's the first thing I want to do. I'm, this ostentatious hat is gonna be magical in some way. Oh fuck! If it wasn't before, it is now, and it forever will be. So the first thing we're gonna roll on is the spell. Is the special items table or chart? Whoa! This chart. This thing has everything. Jeff, you were throwing shade. This game is great. <laughs> it's great. Like it's neat. It just I don't know how to play it even a little bit. I was just staring into the abyss of my wall, like, oh my <laughs> god, how the fuck am I going to make this magical item not sound ridiculous? I rolled an eighteen out of a hundred. Out of a hundred. Oh, it's going to be like it farts. It talk. Uh, please don't let it talk. Oh my god, just fudge the roll. Well, it is either. No, it is either a plus 10 bonus magic item, which gives it a plus 10 to any skill with which the item is used. Okay. For instance, a plus 10 mace would increase its attack bonus by 10. A plus 10 lock pick would give it plus 10 picking locks. Or it's a... Well, what I'm thinking, actually, now I'm not even going to say the other option, because I think I, I think I want it to be a plus 10 hat of disguise. Oh, hell yes! Oh, oh my god! Wait, I have an idea now. All right. The hat has the ability to change her face, but like on command, like mid conversation, like if she's talking to someone and she wants it to happen, we would roll and the face would change. Is that OP? No, I think that's very, I think that's very Middle Earth magic is like, it's a subtle thing. You wouldn't be able to look at and be like, well, that was a magical spell. It's something where it's just like a trick. Yeah, I like I could I could have sworn that you had blue eyes a second ago and brown hair. It's like no, nope, psych, it's yellow. Yeah, right. I think that's something that's like, and and this is a, that's the thing about this game is that like they do a lot of there's a lot of, they they wanted to play D and D real bad when they made this game. So like there's a lot of moments where they're just throwing in D&D stuff. Like, there's a fireball. There's fireball spells, and no one in D&D ever, or no one in Lord of the Rings has ever cast a fireball spell. But they're like, shoot lightning bolts! And I'm like, no, that's not a thing. But I think that that's like, that's what magic is in Lord of the Rings, where it's like subtle things that you, that just don't quite make sense by the natural order of things. Yes. Yeah. It's like prestidig can you please say it for me? Prestidigitation. It's like that word. Yeah, like it's a lot like that. Just trickery in mind games, or at least in our case it will be, because I don't feel like delving into fireballs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Thank God Jesse is a bard. Yes. All right, so the hat is magic. So the hat's magic. It gives a plus 10 bonus to, like, disguise checks. Can we give it a name, like the hat of? Yeah. The, the blank hat? The, the hat of many faces. Perfect. I love it. The hat of many faces. And it says that imprinted across it. And of course, Jesse left the uh, reflective sticker on the brim from the store. Well, it's, that's how you know. That's how you know it's name brand. Exactly. It's how you know you got it at Lids at the Morristown <laughs> Mall. Spun <laughs> guest recorded at the Morristown Mall. <laughs> Someone stop by. Give us your character prompt in person. <laughs> God, that'd be horrible. So we have three more like of these background things to roll on. Right. So the one that one that I that we can choose between uh learning a language, increasing one of our stats, getting some extra skill ranks, which will come up later, getting some extra starting money, hmm. we can take another magic item, or we can get a special ability. 
Like what kind of special, like shape-shifting or like... Could just be like a special bonus to a skill, or it could be that you talk to animals. Oh, fuck. Oh. Oh, man, this is hard because I really dig magical items. Well, let's do a magical item. Let's do a special ability. And we'll get some extra money, and we'll buy some things. Yeah, what am I talking about limiting myself? This is our podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want. So, their other their other magical item is actually plus a, a plus 15 bonus magical item. So it's actually very well, like a very intricately crafted thing. Or they can cast an additional spell per day without expending power points. Okay, that's really fucking boring. So, yeah. magical item, magical item! What do you think their other, like, beautifully crafted Middle-Earth magic item is? So, is it is it a loot? Is, is it is it Jesse's? Is it... Oh, God. Aaron, forgive me for this. Oh, no. Is it Jesse's girl? Uh... <laughs> yes. I live for that noise. In all of my endeavors, I, I live for that noise. Uh, so, so what is it? Please, please run this by me then. If you, you crafted it, you, I made the hat up. You gotta make this. It is a beautifully crafted loot with a really intricately drawn, like carved into the, um, the neck behind the, behind the strings along the frets. There is a beautifully crafted woman in a trashy red dress like doing a, a mud flap pose because <laughs> oh, it's trash yes no this is it's it's magic as fuck but like it's it's nuts it's nuts hanging from your truck like in terms <laughs> yeah. of in terms of classiness like it belongs in no royal court which ooh, which will lead me to something else later actually okay. this trash thing i'm gonna cash in on this shit and it's gonna be fucking rad yeah, I'm digging it. Okay, so what? Let's see what their special. Let's see what Jesse's special ability is. Seventy-eight. They are adept at moving maneuvers, like tumbling. Yeah, they're like real. They're real good at like moving around and moving around in armor. I'm so about this. Which is oh man, this is just feeding my fuel for what's to come. I got stuff coming. This stuff coming, kids. I'm excited. And we got one last thing, which do we want to stick with money or do we want another special ability or item? Fuck the other three. We're not even, I'm not, learn a language. No, get out of here. (laughs) Yeah. Let's learn middle, middle earth languages. Wow. There's not 4,000 of those that never come into play (laughs) unless you're an elf. Unless you're talking elf, everybody talks elf or orc. So what do you think? Special ability, special item or money? I'm I'm gonna ask for special ability because being able to walk good <laughs> is not good enough for me and and Jesse fucking slip Willis. They get uh Jesse can see has has dark vision. Hell yeah. Give me the goodies. Like can I want to see the- up to a hundred feet in um they can Oh no, they can only see sources of heat. They have predator vision. I'm sorry. Oh fuck yes, Jesse Predator Slip Willis. Jesse yeah. Predator Slip Willis. See, Trash Bard sounding can sound a lot more like a matter of opinion now. You know who yeah. her greatest villain is going to be? Who's that? A guy covered in mud. <laughs> yes. It's, uh, Jesse, it's actually Jesse Slip Willis. His big rival is Jesse the Body Ventura. Holy shit! Jeff, look what you did! We just made like a Lord of the Rings Predator AU crossover. But yeah, that's that. Yep, we'll keep that. Yep. Okay. Put it in the bank. Put it in the bank. Okay. 
So we've got our four, we've got our background. So what we're encouraged to do now is, and this is good because this will fill in, this will fill in Jesse's background, which it sounds like you've got some strong ideas about Jesse's background. I do. Now we kind of fill in the background, explaining kind of how these background powers and items come into play. We've already explained how the magic hat is a thing. We like we know that we know how the magic hat factors into the whole thing. Yes. So what I'm thinking is this Lossoth stuff and Losadar, you know? Mm-hmm. This region of like the north, and it's almost like you know, like Inuit tribes. Yeah, it's very and it's there's there's some art in the book that like it's clearly supposed to be that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That to me, that tickles my fancy. Um, so I see this person in like heavy furs and, you know, just covered head to toe, like clearly dressed for winter. Like right now, this is like, you know, default character mode. Right. Like, and and the, this is my concept art that I'm drawing up. Like heavy furs covered, you know, um, because to be honest, she has to hide a lot. Right. So covered head to toe in thick furs and woolly, well, maybe like the skin of a mammoth. Mm-hmm. Um, and she comes from a region of like ice, you know, and of, of the, is it, it's cold, right? It's like, yeah, is it, yeah, a, yeah. it's the fucking Arctic. Yeah. So these are, she's a hardy, she comes from hardy stock. Like I would say that her mother trained her to be a warrior, like in secret, because Maybe, like, the rules of Lord of the Rings that we know, because they're so fucking, what would you call it? Not Eurocentric, but... I would call you know, it Eurocentric. Yeah, yeah like, like Eurocentric. Like, the women can't be this. Maybe in Losadar people, like, there's some hardy-ass women. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? They're like, who do battle, who do fight, who hunt, and they're just the same as soldiers as other people. I don't care if that's not canon. I don't give a shit. In my head canon, we're firing it full blast. So she's been trained like she's just a Losadar woman. She's mm-hmm. and now she's heading down to uh, Middle Earth where the rules don't apply the same there. And she has to learn to adjust. She's been trained in what does she use as a weapon? I really want to say a spear. Uh, we can say spear. Spear's good. Yeah. Like a fucking like a really cool like harpoony looking spear. Yeah. But yeah, she comes from a village. Um. God, this is hard because it, it's it's so I keep thinking Lord of the Rings. That's why I'm like, well, I, keep, I, I feel like boxed in almost. Here's what it says about their lifestyle. And it actually perfect lies in really well to a lot of what you're saying. It's like they're poor nomadic hunters and gatherers. Most are primarily fisher folk. Some herd reindeer and they make use of hunting dogs. They're like they're extended families and like hunting bands. They're nomads. They don't. So yeah, it does kind of tie into what you're saying about like, this would be somebody that, the more I read this, the more I'm like, wait, this culture's awesome. Where the hell were they in Lord of the Rings? Exactly. All I keep thinking of is her being, uh, like what, what the word would be used is tomboy, unfortunately, right. or it's just like, oh my God, that girl is the best archer. That, oh my God, that girl is the best harpoon thrower. Yeah. You know, and one day she's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not. But her role would still, unfortunately, be in Losadar culture. Like, you know, she'd be gutting fish. So she left to do her own thing. 
and so she she went off and then she got to Middle Earth and they were, and it was somehow even worse. Yes. Like she thought it was shitty being like, oh, ho, ho, Jesse, like you'll never be a true warrior of the Lossoth. Like you'll, you know, yes, you can kill like the best of them, but that's not women's work. And she's like, fuck this. I'm heading out. Yeah. But then she got to Middle Earth and it's fucking Middle Earth. So it's like, so she's, so she's put on a mask. She's created this persona. And now she's like, cool. Now she's living the dream. Where'd the hat come from? Uh, I think that the hat came from, she probably like, she probably sought out a person that could make it. Like when she kind of realized, I think when she realized she was gonna, she, she wasn't gonna be able to like do what she wanted to do as her, as herself, she created a persona and sought out because like a lot of magic in Middle Earth is like craftsmanship. Okay. So I think she probably sought out somebody that like crafted that could craft a hat to make a persona. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Also, are we her age? Let's talk. Are, are we are we gonna get there in the character sheet? Um, uh, we it's we can fill that in at any point. So let's talk about it now. Yeah, I'm seeing as uh I'm seeing mid twenties here. Yeah, because I'm seeing that she's not. Like, she's lived a life. Not that living a... Being in her mid-twenties is like, I lived a fucking life. But she's not a kid. Like, she's not of college age. Right. I would say, like, 27. 27, okay. Yeah. How do you think she feels about being that age? The age-old question. I think she resents that she's just now getting to do the things that she's wanted to do her whole life. Yeah, like, wasted a lot of time... In the yeah. village, just like watch sitting by. Right. And she probably participated in hunts because like it's like a nomadic hunting tribe. But it's probably even that, like hunting a seal, there's only so much you can get out of that. Yeah, I can't imagine the thrill of being like, and we got it. Of course we did. It's a seal. <laughs> we threw a spear at it. We used game genie. Yeah. And it's Ted. It's a it's a seal and we're people. We have thumbs. There's not a lot to that so what does she what does she want to find like what is the point of her going out wants like adventure like capital a adventure yeah i think she wants to do like cool things that 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 those stories will be told so is that oh my goodness is that like her bard specialty is stories of herself hell yeah. yeah yes like writing her oh she wants to she's a bard so she wants to write her own songs and write her own tales about herself. Yeah. Like, she's not, she's not going to let anybody... Because she's, of course, grown up hearing stories of, like, Lossoth heroes and stuff. Um, but she wants to make... She wants to be the center of those. Yeah. That's fucking badass. That's super cool. I'm going to write my own goddamn legends. I'm going to I'm going to be the hero since nobody will let me be the hero. I'm going to be the hero. I'm going to do it my goddamn self and I'm not going to lie and make up a story. I'm going to go kill a fucking dragon. So this is it this is actually the next step in character creation is we define a few things about her personality which we've already done and we've already got it. So we can just go through that. Her personality is how she is when she's alone, which we've already kind of laid out as like super confident but like a little trash. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um. So her personality. Yeah. If you had to sum it up in like a word or phrase. Fiery. Fiery. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Fiery. Her motivation is to write my own story. Hell yeah. 
to write my own story. And then we choose alignment, but not like D&D alignment. We just choose a thing that she believes in that, like, defines her actions. I actually am tempted to just write in trash that, like, ingenuity. Yes, let's go with that. Ingenuity. Being a trash person is ingenuity because it's like, oh, I got a dollar fifty. I'm going to spend it on Taco Bell and then get a large soda by getting a water cup and then filling it with soda. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Classic trash. Can I have a water, please? Yeah, sure. Here's an empty cup. Tee hee. It's now full of Baja Blast. Got him. So. The next thing that we're gonna now that so we've got that that we got our we've got our personality we've got our background we've got almost everything done we've got a few things left to fill out and then this character will be a life and we can send her off into the world we've got some skills some skills stuff to lay out awesome let me write down the the skill she gets a certain number of skill points for being a bard in different categories of skills. She gets two weapon skills, two general skills, two subterfuge skills. What is that? Like stealth, thief shit. Okay, just checking. Magic, uh, she gets three magical skills. Fuck yes. And there are like specific skills in these categories that I will explain. So that's pretty much it. There's some other stuff, but it's not super important and it's not good podcast material. So we're cutting it out. Fuck it. So for weapon skills, here are the following categories of weapons. One-handed edged, which is like swords. Yes. One-handed concussion, which is like clubs. Bonkin' shit. Two-handed weapons, thrown weapons, missile weapons, and pole arms. Pick two of pick two of those. Oh, easily two-handed, because I want her to have a spear. Okay. A pole arm, I mean, so pole arm. And I really want her to have a fucking boomerang. Okay. So thrown and pole arms. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. She's got a gun, meaning, like, her arm, like, she can throw 90 miles an hour. So, general skills. There are three general skills. Choose two of them. Climb, ride, or swim. Which one is she bad at? I would say riding. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like, I think she's rode a seal before, but that doesn't give her a lot of proficiency with a horse. So, uh, subterfuge skills. There are four. There's ambushing which is like sneak attack. There's hide, pick lock, and disarm trap. Thief shit. You have two options. Oh, well, never mind. No, you choose two. No, they're in my head immediately. Right. Where uh, ambush, because she's a hunter, and uh, disarm trap, because she's also a, she's a trapper. Yeah, okay. Uh, three magical skills. Okay, so she's going to be really... There's two magical skills, which means she's going to be super good at one of these two things. Either reading runes... Or using items. Use item. Yes. Right. It, it, I said them out loud and was like, oh, it's, it's, that's obvious. Yeah, it's, it's that. Yeah. Okay. There's a chance that she learns some spells, but I'm not going to, nah, we should probably do that because that's good. Because that was super fun last time when a child showed up. Oh, no, she does learn some spells. Oh, shit. What does she learn? Let me look up what, uh, spell school she is. She may learn from the essence or bard. We're going to go with a bard spell list. Of course. So she can choose one of the following spell lists, and she gets a level one spell. She can choose lore spells, controlling songs, 
sound control, or item lore. What's item lore? Item lore is like knowing things about stuff. So at level one, she would be able to cast jewel or metal assessment. She can assess the value of jewels and metals within 10% of any market she desires. Who the fuck would want that? Who the fuck would be like, oh, that one's sick. Yes. What is lore? Lore spells? Lore spells are, um, at level one, she would get study. She can retain anything she reads or learns as if she had a photographic memory with total recall. See, I thought you said lure, like L-U-R-E, and now it's lore, and I'm very, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> and there's controlling songs, which would give her calm song. Say those words, because I don't know if I'm going to be able to say those words and have them sound like the words I mean them to be. <laughs> what, calm song? Yeah, thank you. Target is calmed and cannot take any aggressive or offensive action while the caster plays or sings and keeps the target with insight. Oh, I love that. That one. I love that. So her spell list is controlling songs. She has learned that spell list. And as she levels up, she will... As she levels up, she'll get, like, cool powers out of that. Last but not least... Now, um, we can... We, we, we finalize her gear, and then she is a beautiful bird ready to be cast out into the world. Push her out the nest. Yeah, shove her off the tree. Two weapons, we've already talked about, boomerang and spear. Um, a suit of, she does not get any armor because she does not have a bonus in any armor that would give her a bonus. Good, that would just be silly. Yeah. Um, let's see, anything else? And, no, that's actually, uh, that's actually it. <laughs> oh my god, we never even talked about what this person looks like, though. Well, that's, that's, then let's do that now. We'll talk about what they look like, we'll go into that, and then she's done. Let me, let me, well, let me pull up the the, the pedantic chart about this. Poly oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're usually stocky and hard with pronounced muscles. I'm into that. I like, I like her being kind of jacked. Beefy is better. Yeah. Uh, they're sort of short. How short? Women average 5'3". Okay, that's, that's fine. Do you want her to be, like, average height? Do you want her to be tall? Do you want her to be short, short? I would prefer her to be taller than 5'3". Like 5'7", five, 5'8"? Like, five, I'm gonna go with 5'8", because, like, everyone would be like, you're a tiny man. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, if she's in disguise and she's 5'3", they'd be like, something is amiss. This person is covered in fur and a giant <laughs> hat and is 5'3". <laughs> what are you hiding? This, it'll, like, all the stupid, <laughs> the stupid bros would be like, well, clearly he's just a man who wants to keep his identity a secret. So she's, like, high just about an just about like a jacked amazon lady which oh fuck uh, yeah which i love <laughs> oh i'm very God. happy yes this is amazing yeah how does her face look different when she's in the mask or in the hat oh like how does it change yeah do you think it's do you think it's a case-by-case -case basis like if she's in Oh, I really, yeah, I really like that. I like that it changes by where she's at. But the region, if if we're going to play the thing that the Lord of the Rings is like super <laughs> sexist and racist, <laughs> which it isn't, but Middle Earth is, like Middle Earth, everyone's a dick. So like if she's in, say, God, the Shire, her face would just be fatter, or I don't know if you could, she couldn't pass as a halfling. Yeah, right. Like, she's, she's, if she rolls up in the Shire, they're going to be like, oh my God. 
we surrender. <laughs> you kill us all. She just grabs them all by their ankles, swings them around, and throws them into a pond in New Zealand. It's fucking like Mario and Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Mario and Bowser, he grabs his tail in Mario 64. Just whipping halfway. <laughs> Which, to be fair, is a pretty trash person thing to do, so I love that. Exactly, exactly. Oh my she's, god, we- she's really into competitive halfling throwing. Holy shit, you know what this is going towards, Jeff. No. It is. <laughs> what? What's it going towards? What would you call grabbing someone, spinning them around and throwing them? I don't know. What would that fall into in terms of a category? It's a fighting style. Is it Is it wrestling? Yes, it is. Jeff. Is she a professional wrestler? I mean, that's what we would call it. <laughs> she invented professional wrestling. Yes, I think like in in uh, oh Lost she's like it's like pit fighting. You know what I mean? She's like hunting animals, and so she's used to like getting up. So then she travels south. Oh my god, we made a professional wrestler. Yes, we fucking Aaron, we did. We made a professional wrestler. This is the great. We did it. Life. Like, do you have you ever seen like Mongolian wrestling? Yeah. Like, I'm thinking like that, where it's like rough shit. Yeah. And then she travels south, and like she's already putting on a show anyway. So she's mm-hmm. probably like, oh my god, she's invented professional wrestling. This makes me so happy. She's her own fucking hype man. Right. She's like. She's Macho Man Randy Savage. And she's writing her own story. She's inventing things. She's fiery. She's a professional wrestler. (laughs) She really is. Like, she's traveling from city to city, like, basically talking, not talking shit, but being like, oh, have you heard the the tale? Being like, I'm the greatest. Have you heard the tale of Jesse Slip Willis? Oh, let me play it for you. (laughs) On Jesse's Girl. And it's like, she has, she wrote her own intro song, like. The breaking glass that Stone Cold uses, like, that's, she started that. Yeah. She, she like, punches out a window and then starts her song. Yeah. Fuck. Yep. Yep. Damn, and she travels from place to place, like, just fucking shit up. She's totally out there, like, she she's a trash person. Yeah. So she's she walks in, like, not giving a fuck. She does not give a fuck. She will fight the biggest person there with her plus ten strength. Yes! Oh my god, I forgot! And she's 5'8", and like, plus 10 strength. She's like, she's basically like China, rest her soul. Yeah, oh my god, this is, wow, this, this is a late, this is a late episode revelation that I'm real excited about. Yeah, she's the, she's not a pro wrestler, she's the pro wrestler. Yes! She has invented this art form. Oh my god! And she goes from town to town beating that ass. And But, like, more of... It's not even about the wrestling. It's, like, she could if she wanted to, like, beat... You know, she goes to bars and, like, arm wrestles and shit. But it's more about she's just a hype man. Like, she... Those interviews, the one-on-one where it's yeah. like, I'm the greatest, I'm the champ. She does that her fucking self about, like, I killed a dragon in the lair. Yeah, and now she's... And she's like, if you've got a... If you, if if you want to come at me, come at me. And I will show you, I will, I will take you down. Oh my god, I love this, Aaron! But still, the unfortunate thing is she has to hide who she is! But isn't that, like, performance in a nutshell, is hiding who you are and presenting a character outward? I'm literally bouncing right now, I'm so excited, this makes so much more sense now. Like, everything clicks into play, yeah. Maybe, like, it's that she has to hide who she is, but she also, like, gets to just be anybody she can change her face based on what town she's in she can just be whomever she wants to like make the biggest impact 
Yes, it's like gender be damned. Like that doesn't even fucking matter. Right. She's become she's become she surpassed gender. She slipped Willis. She slipped it's, Willis. It's something. It's something more than that now. Like yes, yes, she has to hide the fact that like you know societal bullshit. But everyone sees her like fucking prince. Right. She is. She's just Slip Willis. She's just. Yeah. She's just the badass that rolls into town and like talks up a big game and then like throws people around. Or goes and kills a dragon. People don't even think twice about, like, what's underneath that fur. They're just like, no, that person will fuck me up. Yeah. What? Wow. And then afterwards, she casts Calming Song. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's like, after the match, everybody's, like, bloodthirsty, and she's like, everybody chill everybody the cool fuck down. out. And then she plays... Uh, what's a good trash? Oh, I got some good trash music for you. I'm listening. It starts with one thing. I don't, I don't know, know why. why. It doesn't even matter how hard to try. She's really fucking only plays Linkin Park. <laughs> oh, God. Only plays Linkin Park. And I think that's the perfect place to, 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 to end this character. I love this character so much. I'm Slip Willis. Wow. Jesse Slip Willis. Jesse Slip Willis. This Sunday, Minas Tirith Arena. <laughs> Jesse Slip Willis. Oh, shit. What have we wrought? Yo, we just changed the game. Middle Earth scholars in a hundred years are going to be like, yeah, when they introduced pro wrestling, like, they really, they, they salvaged, they fixed, they saved it. They changed the game. Sauron? I don't know who that is, but I know Slip Willis has got a title match in three days. And they're laid out chomping on fucking fantasy Taco Bell right now with no pants on. (laughs) And an open robe. Open robe with socks. (laughs) Like big, dingy, gray, white fucking socks. Hole in the toe. Oh, absolutely. Just chomping on caramel apple empanada. Oh, man, I want to carry a lab lemonade now real bad. Like, I like that we don't even have to go into dumb shit like, oh, who her father is and shit. Like, it's like, no, that don't matter this time. No, it's not. She left that shit behind. That ain't tied to my whaling village. Get me the fuck out of there. I'm trying to power bomb a dragon. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I love I love Slip Willis. Damn. So please, I mean, God, go out. Use this character. Use Jesse Slip Willis in your campaign. Next time you play a game in Middle Earth, add some pro wrestling. Yeah. Add add a badass person named Jesse Slip Motherfucking Willis, a trash bard with an ostentatious hat. I think that's it for all my fantasy children this week. So send us your character prompts on Twitter and email. Yes. uh, Tweet us at amfc underscore podcast at twitter.com. All my fantasy children at Gmail. We want to hear from you. Don't be scared. We want we want your prompts so that we can turn them into Middle Earth wrestlers. Hell yeah, Jeff. Hey everybody, it's Aaron from the fantasy podcast you just listened to. I want to give a massive thank you to at Leviathan Files. They have games and podcasts of their own at riverhousegames.com that you should go and find immediately. They are excellent and they are awesome people.
I want to give a gigantic happy birthday message to my good best buddy, Brian Tatnidov. It's your birthday. Happy motherfucking birthday, you beautiful human being. And if you like what you heard, please tell a friend. Tell everyone you know. Tell social media. We're just a little baby podcast right now, but we're both very passionate about creating fantasy worlds and making people happy with entertainment. So we'd love to, we'd love to help you out with that. And with that sentimental moment, cue the spooky music. <laughs>